0: the entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100K milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100K away. Do you wish growing a business was easier? Are you feeling frustrated that it's taking so long to make your first 100K? I used to feel the same way until I discovered the one thing that was missing. It wasn't more marketing tips or strategies, it wasn't reading more business books, and it wasn't learning more stuff. I could show you what's holding you back and blocking your success if you like. Typical side effects include higher income, peace of mind, loving relationships, real connection with God, freedom from addictions, purpose, fulfillment, and a brand new lifestyle. It all starts by scheduling a spiritual clarity call with me to get clarity on what you want right now in your life and to see if we wanna work together. Visit josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities to learn more. That's josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. Today, my featured guest is Quinnell Dixon, and you can find him at sculliesbrand.com. That's Scullies, S-K-U-L-L-I-E-S, brand.com. Quinnell started his entrepreneurial journey about five years ago when he was let go from his job as a representative for an online software company. That sucks, getting let go. Maybe you've experienced that. At that moment, Quinnell realized he wouldn't allow anyone to dictate his life any longer. Now, check this out. Quinell is a your first 100K podcast listener, just like you. He's one of my raving fans for this show, and Quinnell got on the show. Let me tell you that quick story because I think it's impactful. He reached out on uh, Instagram. Messaged me, private messaged me, and wrote this. I love this podcast. I have been, hang on, calls coming in. <laughs> I have been in business for just over a year and hit my first 100K. Your podcast helped inspire that, Joseph. You are the man. I am a young black entrepreneur and I have never made that kind of money in my regular jobs ever. Thanks, brother. And because he wrote such a raving review, I couldn't help but take notice of him. And we wrote back and we messaged back and forth. And then he said, dude, I want to be mentored by you. What do I need to do? And I said, oh, by the way, I have this spiritual coaching program. If you're interested, Quinnell jumped on board. He's now a coaching client of mine as well. And part of his coaching, I said, you know what? As a bonus, I'm going to make you a guest on my show but here's the thing it's not because he's not on my show because of that he's on my show because he just hit his first one hundred thousand dollars on mother's day a few days ago and i'm so excited Quinell, welcome to the show go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro would you
1: man you did it you did it exactly how i wrote it out for you <laughs> no i appreciate you joseph and thank you so much for having me today man um yeah, as I've been listening uh, to your podcast, I said to myself, I have to hit 100K. I need to be on this show. So <laughs> you, didn't, uh, you didn't have any gaps. That was great. You did leave out, however, that um, I am a choreographer as well. So as I work my business by day, I dance, dance, dance by night. But other than that, you hit it right on the nose, buddy.
0: All right. So, Quinnell, let's get into it. Take a minute and share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know.
1: That's actually, uh, that's actually great because very few people in my business life know that I'm a dancer. <laughs> they see the embroiderer. They see uh, the dude that's making hats behind the scenes, but a lot of people don't know that I actually dance. So, as they go down the rabbit hole of trying to find me, they go, dude, do you know that guy that's dancing? And I'm like, that's me. <laughs> and, and there it is. So very few people know that I am actually a choreographer first uh, before I became an embroiderer. So
0: That's so cool. I love it. I love this story, right? You took that creative hobby, but yeah. then you went and said, Hey, how do I go monetize this over here? Because being a, a dancer, that's a really crowded industry, right? and feel to, to really monetize. All right, so let's get right into it. I kind of let the cat out of the bag, but how much gross revenue did your business do in the last 12 months? I just want you to be able to say it out loud to all my okay. listeners in over 85 countries and growing.
1: Yes, sir. As of two days ago on Mother's Day, I hit my first 100K in business, and I've been in business for about 14 months.
0: Wow. That is fantastic. 14 months to your first 100K startup nation. Cornell is a true success story. The real deal. Quinnell, what was it like when you looked at your bank account, your records, et cetera, and you saw in black and white, you crossed over the 100K milestone and that 90% of entrepreneurs never get to. What was that like for you?
1: You know what, I actually contemplated that morning, Um, we had had a previous conversation about 100K and I contemplated that morning looking, I was like, okay, okay, let me look, let me look. All right, here it goes. And sure enough, 100K was on that board and it's surreal, honestly still, till, till this moment it's surreal. It's only been a few days, but seeing that 100K, I felt like, you know what, I have some type of credibility now even if it's not in the world, but within myself, I have some type of credibility. And that made me feel amazing.
0: Mm, I get that. All right. So Startup Nation, this is why I invited Quinnell onto the show. Like he's a listener that listened to all these episodes of your first 100K. He applied the top three tips and strategies. He literally, before he got on the show, he goes, by the way, top three tips and strategies. That's my favorite part of the show. I love writing those down because I get to check in and say, am I doing that one? Ooh, that's a new one. I haven't tried that. And it's working. And this is how Quinella has made his first 100K is by deploying those strategies into his business the same way that you can. So if you haven't been doing that, start doing it. That's why I have these guests on the show. These are real strategies that are working right now, this year, this moment. They're not 10-year-old strategies, 5-year-old strategies, 2-year-old strategies. Many of the strategies are real-time strategies that can work for you. So, Cornell, let's get into it. What are your top three tips and strategies that you use to make your first 100K in the past 14 months?
1: Um, you know what? The first one sounds very, very, very easy. And I think it's, it's, it's a statement that um, – that people use, but it's undervalued, and that's get up early, right? Uh, the whole saying of like, you know, the early bird gets the worm, I feel like that's undervalued. I think that people use that term as a term of like endearment, and it sounds good, but getting up early looks like, you know, five, 6 a.m. before your family's up, before uh, your competitors are, competitors are up, right? Like you're up, you're, you're ready, you're focused, you're zoned in. And I think at that moment you start to show like the universe and you start to show like the Lord that you're serious about life. <laughs> you you want to start early. You want to get up.
0: <laughs> what has that done for you and your business? Like how has that helped you hit the hundred K?
1: You know what? I, I feel like I could, I'm in control of my day when I'm up early. My target is 5.30 AM. Uh, I start with you know, morning prayer and and give myself a holy hour and, and giving my, my time to the Lord first. Um, So that when you start to go through the rest of your day, you, you realize that you're in control of your day at that moment, right? That you're not up and you're not having a knee jerk reaction to the day, but that you're, you're grabbing, you're grabbing the day and you're saying, you know what? I have control of you because I'm already centered and my body and my mind is already ready to rock.
0: I like that a lot. So Startup Nation, Quinnell is saying, start your day intentional rather than reactive. Hmm. So if you're starting your day, not looking forward to like the storm that's about to hit or like you wake up and you're like, Oh man, what's going to happen today? Like that's the problem. That's what you're missing. You're missing what Quinell has, which is he's waking up early. He's spending an hour in quiet with his creator, with his God, that's his belief systems. He's getting centered and he's getting intentional about the day before the day even wakes up. Cornell's up and he's ready. Love it. All right. That's number one. What's your number two strategy?
1: Um, number two, stay consistent, right? And again, another, another practical tip that sounds very cliche. Um, and what, if I, if I could elaborate on it, like staying consistent means days are going to be good days are going to suck right that's just life i have those days i think i have more feeling like suck days more than anything (laughs) but i think the opportunity of that is when days suck how do you govern yourself Mm -hmm. how do you say that the things that i'm striving for the things that i'm hoping for the things that i'm trying to achieve are my driving force to get through the suck right and um and and some people call it their why Some people call it their, uh, you know, their motivation. I believe that to stay consistent in my life, my why is my family. And not my family from a perspective of, yes, I just want to make a bunch of money for my kids. But my why is that I didn't come from a family of money, right? I didn't have things handed to me. Um, I remember one story vividly that um, I was about nine years old. My mother, I asked her if she can give me some money to go to the store. I tell this story to my wife and my family all the time. I said, mom, can I have some money to go to the store? Okay. She may not even remember this. So mom, when you listen to this, it's probably going to be a shocker for you. But this is one of those moments where life just hit me. Uh, Nine years old, I asked my mom, can I go to the store to get some Skittles or something? I don't know. Um, She handed me her $5 bill and she said, "Quinnell, go to the store, but please bring me some change back. And that, that doesn't sound like a big deal, but when your parent hands you five bucks and they say, make sure you bring change back, at that moment, you're like, that's huge, man. Like, we can't spare five bucks, you know? So at that moment, I just, I don't know, I, I feel like moments like, like that that are created within your life, they give you the opportunity to say, you know what, there's things that are bigger than me. There's a legacy that I'm trying to leave. There's something deeper within me that wants to stay consistent every day, not a dollar, but for my family and for my generations to come. So,
0: mm, I really get that. Startup Nation, did you grow up in poverty like I did, like Quinnell did, where $5 was stretching the budget? Mm. If that's your story, hey, that's, that's your power, right? If you've had pain in your beginning, that's your power, that's your source, that's your fuel to go create a life that you actually want. I remember when I was young, I had three things. I was like, I want my life to be different. I wanna be happy, I wanna be healthy, and I wanna be wealthy. Now granted, that was my childish belief system. And I went and I got it and I made, we did millions, right, in my first business and i partied it all away and then i found out it was all a lie it was empty and i was depressed and suicidal and all that other crap right that's why i now do spiritual coaching huh. because money true success real success is about more than just money and that's really the, my message in this show but at the same time we all want to make some so you got to get to at least your first 100k what is your next what is your third top tipper strategy rather we got get up early start your day intentional. And then number two, stay consistent, even through the sock, the sock days, stay consistent. I so agree. What's your number three?
1: Number three, I feel like this one's a little bit more geared towards business, right? The first two were practical. This, <coughs> excuse me, this third super strategy I find that worked for me and I actually didn't even do it on purpose, but I think, uh, unintentionally it happened because I listen to a lot of podcasts. I read a lot of books and finding a specific niche, niching down in whatever uh, audience that you have, like figuring out what product or service that you have and that you offer and niching down. Right. Um, I found, and I think it was the 10 pillars of wealth. Um, it was a great, great analogy that he had. Well, not really an analogy, but a statement that he had, he said, find a niche, That's step one. Find a sub niche, that's step two. Now find a niche under the sub niche and that's where you make money. And I thought that was real valuable because how Mm. often do we look at, I want to be a a digital marketer. Okay, well, that's great. I want to be a digital marketer that services um, this age range. Okay, now you're talking. I want to be a digital marketer that services this age range who come from this type of background. Now you're in your, now you're in your zone, right? Uh, for myself, if I can just be transparent, um, as a dancer, I love hats. I'm a hat lover. I can wear a hat every day of my life. I used to go to school with hats. I can walk into church with hats. I am a hat lover, okay? I found that being a hat lover worked into my favor because as I started my embroidery company, um, I didn't offer everything. Um, some embroidery companies offer, we do shirts, we do hats, we do baseball teams, sports teams. I said, you know what? I will do hats and hats only. <laughs> I'm going to embroider hats only. I mean, I found that to work into my favor because people who want to wear hats, they come to me. But not only do they, they come to me for hats, but my sub niche, under that sub niche, is my customer client base are people who want to wear hats that have real life statements on them, right? Like family reunion, um, um, husband and wife uh, anniversary dates, uh, things that really mean something for someone. So I am in the embroidery business of hat making that focuses on customization and personalization. I had to find that through, you know, through finding and really gearing down on what it is that I wanted to offer to my clientele.
0: All right, so I love where you just took this. This is where many people don't go. They don't go to the third niche down. And that you did really um, confirms why you just crossed 100K in 14 months. I really get that. So Startup Nation, niche down first, right? So what does that look like? Find your, your, your overarching niche, then find your sub niche, and then I'll put in my words, find your sub sub niche. And as Quinnell said, that's where you're going to make your money. That's where you're going to make your first 100K, your next 100K, et cetera. Quinnell just did it. You can do it too. Quinnell, what was the biggest mistake that you've made? Setback, speed bump, whatever you want to call it. In your business in the past 14 months and how does Startup Nation avoid doing that themselves? Oh, man.
1: I can't just pick one. (laughs) Give me the biggest,
0: (laughs) give me the biggest, the one where you were like, oh man, what the,
1: you know what? I think the biggest mistake that I've made in business in the past 14 months is, um, not finding a mentor sooner. (laughs) Like, Like I have people that speak into my life, um, and call it being cheap, call it. I think the biggest thing was I wasn't sure that I had a viable business to have a mentor help me through it. You know, I'm like, I'm just kind of slinging hats. And I didn't really believe in the business enough to say, you know what? Like my business is credible. My business is something that people want and my business can bring freedom for my family. I think taking on a mentor shows that real uh, next step. And in, in, uh, in growing as a business. And I never wanted to take that step because then that would make my business real. And if I made my business real, then that would make what I'm doing credible. And if it made what I'm doing credible, as I hear about all entrepreneurs, they start to either get scared to succeed or they start to get scared to start. And I think I was scared to succeed by not having a mentor so
0: so what shifted in you where you reached out to me and said hey joseph i want you to mentor me because i'm guessing that took some courage on your end to to make that communication what shifted in you and and how did how did you get to that place where you took that action
1: what shifted is i think as i started to see sales grow and as i started to see uh my reviews for my customers, I think my reviews for my customers were a huge driving factor that I had something real, right? Um, Customers saying things like, you know, this uh, Quinnell is such a great person to work with, uh, great quality hats, speedy service. I'm like, oh crap, now I have to deliver consistently because people are really doing this. Um, So what made me reach out was, you know, just listening to you, uh, listening to uh, people like John Lee Dumas, Andy Frisella, like, people who are all saying the same thing. You're not, you're not serious until you take yourself serious. And that's been kind of ringing in my head for the past few months. So reaching out to you, I didn't even think I was going to get you to reach back, to be honest with you. I was like, ah, shot in the dark. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> but then when you reached back, I felt like that was a confirmation that, Quinnell, now it's time to start. Now it's time to find someone that is... Um, above you and someone that could help you get to that next mark
0: wow i really get that i think you're speaking to startup nation right now why do you think that 90 percent of my listeners of entrepreneurs are struggling to make their first 100k what's the big thing
1: the big thing is the practicality of starting right there's a book out there called start i read that book and i can't remember the uh i can't remember the author at the moment but Starting is the biggest hump that we have to get over, right? When you want to go to the gym, everyone wants to go to the gym, especially January 1. Everyone wants to be in the gym. But do you want to get up, right? I work at 9 a.m. Okay, great. Well, you know, I can do it when I get out of work. Okay, great, do it. I'm kind of tired, right? Like start, get up at 5, get up at 5.30, start. And then when you get there, what happens? Ah, it feels great, I love sweating, I love how this feels, right? But starting I think is the biggest, biggest challenge, yet I feel like it's the most practical when you want to get something started. Funny story about me starting my business 14 months ago, I started on Etsy, and my big thing was, I'm not gonna get on Etsy, it's a mom's place for jewelry, like that's that's just what it is, you know? (laughs) And then one day I told my wife, I said, you know what, I'm gonna throw a whole bunch of products up there, Who cares? I'm already at my wit's end. I'm not making money in anything else that I'm doing. I've been fired from my company. Uh, What else do I have to lose? I started on Etsy, and sure enough, within five hours, I launched my website. A day later, my very first order, Joseph, I kid you not, I cannot make this up. My very first order was on January 8th, 2018, for three hundred and one Ten Ten hats have been sold on my Etsy site. I had to look at it like 15 times. So I was like, nah, this can't be real. But at that moment I said, you know what? In any pursuit of anything that I'm going to do, I'm just going to start and allow things to fall into place how they may. And then you fine tune and you tweak as you move on.
0: That's a huge success story. I know it sounds small 300 bucks, but what a confirmation in one day you validated your idea. Hmm. See, I, I look at it this way. It's like a lot of people, they sell one product and they think they have a business. No, you don't have a business until you have repeat clients, right? You got to sell multiple products. And once the clients come back and they reorder, now you have a business. So just that you got 10 hats sold, boom, boom, right there that's somewhat of a repeat order just you know it depends on how you look at it it's one hat times ten <laughs> so what a validation for you i think that's awesome all right let's uh, i'm loving your story i could keep going on but we're running out of time here on the show uh, let's uh, close this out in this how do you stay inspired? Because you spoke about consistent action and getting started, and, and that's great. But many of our listeners, many of the people listening right now, they're already started. They're like, that's not my problem, Cornell. My problem is is going through those suck days and staying consistent in my good habits, my work ethics, et cetera, through the suck days. How do you stay inspired? Like, do you have like mantras? Do you have uh, post-its up on walls? What do you use? Practical things you use, Quenelle, to get yourself to work, do the work, show up on those days when it sucks.
1: Mm. That's a great question. Um, I I feel like certain days, different things drive me. But, um, and those different things, those practical different things look like okay, I wanna make a little bit more money, right? That could be my driving factor for that day. But then the next day, that's not gonna be the same. Because when I do make that money that day, then what else, you know, what's after that? Um, Another driving factor for me could be, okay, my competition isn't doing what I'm doing. This is great, let's do it. But then when the competition looks like they're doing something that you're doing, then what, right? Um, I think finding a consistent thing that drives you, and again, this sounds corny and it sounds cliche, but my family, and not just my family, leaving a legacy for my family. I think one of the biggest things for myself is I don't wanna leave money to my kids. I wanna leave value to my kids. There's a difference. What does that look like? The value looks like in, letting them come to work with dad. I built, I built a trailer, a 1967 uh, aristocrat land commander trailer. I put my embroidery business in it, right? I bring my kids to shows, I help make my kids set up. uh, Things that show them that life doesn't have to be lived or to be successful, you don't have to work for a company inside four walls. You can be a young black dreadheaded entrepreneur that's out slanging hats in an old vintage trailer.
0: And, How, <laughs> make,
1: and making
0: 100000 plus
1: a year. Yeah, you can be that. So it's, it's I think, awesome. the, again, that biggest driving factor, man, is I am, I want to leave a legacy for my kids that says dad did something that he felt was valuable enough to do to give us and create a lifestyle that, we, that he didn't have.
0: Amen to that. So, so, Startup Nation, we're listening to Quinnell Dixon. You can find him at sculliesbrand.com. That's Scullys S-K-U-L-L-I-E-S, brand.com, sculliesbrand.com. He embroiders hats. That's what he does with real messages that are personal to you, things that actually matter in your life. That's all he does is hats with personalized customized messages to you that's why he made his first 100k because he triple niche down and you can do the same thing in your business if you're not making your first 100k that's what you're missing all right let's get into the hustle round my friend my favorite part of the show let's go i'm gonna ask you 10 quick fire questions you have about three seconds to answer each don't overthink it it's just for fun are you ready sir I uh, i dreaded
1: this moment <laughs> well <laughs> you know, I said to myself, I said, you know what? As people answer these quick fire questions, it's like Jeopardy! I'm gonna answer with them. And then when you get in the hot seat, you're like, oh crap, what am I gonna say? <laughs> Just be real, baby. Here we go. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? Um, the, my favorite thing about being an entrepreneur has to be the fact that I can pick and choose going whenever I want to and however I want to. Yeah, I get that. What's your least favorite thing? My least favorite thing is being able. To pick and choose how I go, <laughs> when I go, because there's days I don't want to get work done and it needs to get done. <laughs>
0: yeah, some days you want a boss over you, like kicking your butt, right? <laughs> Quinnell,
1: what are you most afraid of? I'm most afraid of passing away and not leaving a blueprint or mark for my family to, to be guided by. Mm. I don't want my family to say, dad's gone. What do we do now? You know, I want my kids and my family to be like, you know what? He's gone, but you know what? This is what he left. And I think that's the biggest fear that I have. Got it.
0: Big, you just crossed uh, one year mark and your first 100 K. What did you spend way too much time doing this past year in your business?
1: I spent way too much time not validating the valid business that I had thinking about, Okay, this isn't, nope, this isn't, I just, I'm just a hat guy. No, this, I'm just selling hat. No, I spent too much time undervaluing the value that I bring to my Mm. business.
0: Startup Nation, is that you? All right, Quinnell, what secret fear do you have about people?
1: That people aren't real. (laughs) That in in the digital, in the world that we live now on social media, you can look so great on the outside, but you just don't know what that person is on the inside. And I think that my biggest fear is trusting people over the internet because you never know who they are for real.
0: Yeah, I get that. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business? I wish I learned sooner
1: to get a mentor. (laughs) Getting a mentor mentor can help you uh, just with the headache of business, right? Because they've been through it. And if you find someone that's really for you, then they'll give you the tips and strategies and the, and the necessary things, but with mentorship as well to help you overcome certain obstacles in your business. Mm, well said. What's a new habit you wanna form? Um, oh man, a new habit I think I wanna form is uh, having a stronger head um, as I get through uh, more time in my, in my business and in my life. Right, Like having a stronger head of, if you don't make a sale today, How do you take that? If you make a sale that you don't feel like you can fulfill, how do you take that? And I want to be able to just be more level-headed and, 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 and stronger when it comes to my mentality in business and not being so waved by the day.
0: Yeah. Got that. That makes a lot of sense. What's a bad habit you want to break? Oh
1: man. Next. (laughs) Um, ah, man. There's no next on my show, buddy. <laughs> a bad habit I want to break is
0: be as real as you want to be. Jeez.
1: Oh, that's all, a hard one. Okay. We all
0: struggle with something. Come on, buddy. Let's get right, on. a bad
1: <laughs> a bad habit I want to break is eating too much junk food. I okay. love junk. I'm a I'm a chip fiend. My dad, my son calls me the chip monster.
0: Got it. That's a good habit to break. All
1: right. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Uh, Encouraging. uh, Tough. And optimistic. Mm,
0: I get that. Pick three words to describe who you were 14 months ago. (laughs)
1: Discouraged. Weak
0: and pessimistic. (laughs) Wow. What a transformation. God is good. All right. And last question. Quinnell, if you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends, your wife, your boys in the eye, and give them only one
1: piece of advice, what would you say to them? I would tell them that if I did my job right, you have the tools necessary at your feet to Continue the legacy that I left you guys. Love it. You should have the tools necessary that I left you to continue your life and to continue pushing my legacy and our legacy. That's right. My big, you- that's my biggest driving factor. That's my why. Is leaving a legacy worth talking about? Because how often do people leave legacies that are not worth talking about? I want to leave a legacy to my family, something that's worth talking about, and something that's worth being proud of.
0: All right, Mr. Encouragement. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first
1: 100K in the next 12 months? Uh, I think the biggest thing uh, in 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 that pursuit is, you know, take days. Days are going to throw you things, right? Believe in the brand that you have. Believe in the thing that you're offering, because everything else is going to come with it, right? You're gonna you're gonna figure out how to split tests, whatever it is that you need to, you're gonna figure out your target audience. But the key thing is starting and believing in what you have is gonna be beneficial to somebody because there's value that someone can find in anything. There's a dog, there's dog walking businesses. There are <laughs> countless things that people sell that make money that you're like, how the heck are they making money in that? But if you believe in a thing that you're offering and you know that it has value, stick with it because it's going to show fruit in one way or another.
0: Mm, amen to that. All right, Startup Nation, do you love listening to the show, your first 100K? Do you love guests like Quinnell Dixon? He's my first listener, raving fan that I've invited to be a guest on the show. He's a true success story. He went from Quinell, excuse the term, but, you know, broke down and out to listening to this podcast applying the top tips and strategies, busting his butt, hustling, doing the work, showing up, waking up early, being consistent, niching down for the past 14 months. And literally two days ago, he crossed his first 100K. This works if you do the work. See, your life will work if you do the work. That's the key. And Quinnell has done it. He's a huge success. So if you love listening to guests like this, then go and subscribe on iTunes to the show if you haven't yet. Write a five-star review. Write it about Quinnell and the value and inspiration and encouragement he just brought to your life and to your business. And if you're interested, listen to what Quinnell is saying. Get yourself a mentor. If you resonate with my tough love style and approach, my in-your-face, the real deal, kick you in the pants when you need it, but know that I got a huge heart and I love you, and that resonates with you, reach out to me like Cornell did. Before you know it, you and I may be in a coaching session, and I'm speaking truth and love into your life. It's working for Cornell. He's winning. Don't you want to win? If you do, go to josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. And if you're already winning financially and you're making the millions and you've really conquered your business life, but your other life, the life that matters, your spiritual life, your family life is suffering and in ruins, reach out to me for that too. That's my expertise. I'll help you get your life back. So go to josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities and I can help you with that. All right, Quinnell, thank you for being on the show. You're an awesome guest. You're a true success story of your first 100K. I, I personally, Joseph Warren, am super proud of you and what you've accomplished. And this is just the beginning, my friend. This is your foundation. You just built your flaw. Now it's time to build the house. And I'm super excited. So thanks for being on the show. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life, my friend.
1: Joseph, thank you for having me. Appreciate you.
0: Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with, but won't admit. We got to get your faith right to get your business right. Go to BrokenCatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week.